welcome to the Life Doctor podcast, helping you change your mind so you can change your life. And this is the COVID-19 self-care special. Now, a few weeks ago, I asked for your tips on coping skills during lockdown and you didn't disappoint. Now, I know that lockdown is lifting in some ways for a lot of us, but the self-care tips just don't apply to managing COVID-19. These are great pieces of advice which are invaluable for increasing and maintaining mental and physical health levels for the rest of your life. Hence, this special. What many of you pointed out was that you had felt you'd been given a unique opportunity to have a fresh look at your life. In such a short space of time, our lives change so quickly. Many of the freedoms we once had and had taken for granted had now been taken away or had been severely limited. Cherished plans for this year were being cancelled and visits to be with the ones we love were simply stopped as we had a duty to protect them and ourselves from transferring the virus and putting anyone at risk. Our nervous systems and neurochemistry took a bit of a battering with COVID-19. Not only were we facing an unseen threat... We simply had to adapt to a new way of living to protect ourselves and the ones we love. And now we can't underestimate how tough this has been on each and every one of us, all in different situations. On a personal note, I was supposed to be away in Asia this year a few times to be with my partner who was working over in Manila in the Philippines. And since the lockdowns began, uh, they can't get here, I can't get there. And we have no idea when we will actually see each other again. It's just literally living on FaceTime together. Um, This is not the future we have planned, but we both have to recognise that it's no point trying to plan for something that will just simply lead to another disappointment. We are literally taking it day by day at the moment. This is where I love mindfulness, as that training has helped me be more in the here and now instead of focusing on out-of-control future scenarios that don't exist and raise up false expectations. I've had to use my own strategies to ensure I look after my own nervous system more than ever, and I know that I'm not alone. Now, it's clear that many of you felt your lives were unsustainable anyway, and way too pressurised. Stress and anxiety have become a normal part of everyday living, and just accepted as the norm. So it's no surprise, we are seeing a year-on-year increase in stress, anxiety, and depression-related issues. Now, the problem with anxiety, stress or depression is that the advice can be quite mixed and hit and miss in regards to seeking the right kind of help. Now, most of you will know, I tend to see these conditions as absolutely physical, creating mental health symptoms, and that's how it should be treated. Unfortunately, we have a system in place which tends to try to treat uh, these conditions as mental instead of physical. So it's kind of the wrong way around. Hence why the results in getting the right kind of treatment and being free from these conditions is really hit and miss. That is deeply frustrating. I know I've been there. You tend to blame yourself. You think it's you somehow failing when really it's just the wrong type of treatment. Now, the easy answer for some people is to go the medication route. And that can be a useful tool if combined with therapy and making the right lifestyle changes. Without that, the medication is pretty useless on its own, and some simple lifestyle changes can help prevent you needing medication in the first place. It's all about making this a preventative, and you'll see from some of the tips that we're going to be going through and strategies that these are good preventatives. They will help 
your nervous system calm down, relax, heal itself and bring your neurochemistry levels up to a good healthy place. Now the thing is, we are all susceptible to societal pressures and there's an idea that if we work really, really hard, then we will feel more fulfilled, successful and happier And the COVID-19 situation has kind of brought that to a head, really, because we're now beginning to realise that this is a lie. And if we look deeper into our core values and what makes us truly happy, being caught up in that rat trap really isn't going to get us there. In fact, it just burns us out. And it makes our nervous system inflamed, Our neurochemistry is out of balance and it leads to anxiety, stress and depression. And that doesn't even include being ill with immune system issues, other health issues, all because we've been caught up trying to feel happy in a rat trap that was completely and utterly unsustainable. For many of us, we've been given a golden opportunity to once and for all sort that out. So I noticed myself that I'd become a little bit too busy with the amount of clients I was seeing, podcasting, writing, website updating. There's a lot to running your own business. And the COVID-19 situation made me step back and refresh what I needed to do with my own working practices from my own values. And these things do become out of balance at times. And it's always good to have a little look at what needs to change. It was interesting to notice though, um, an old program of guilt popped up that I was doing something wrong by making these changes, by giving myself a bit more free time. Um, and I was pleased it popped up. I mean, this is a little challenge to upgrade an old program that I wasn't even aware was there. So I just used a couple of my own strategies looking at core values and beginning to just do a CPT process just to work on any unconscious belief systems that just needed that change. And these are are techniques that my clients respond to. And it was just nice to do it on myself for a little bit. Going to do a mindful mental fitness podcast on these strategies soon so you can have an idea of what to do and how to explore your own limiting self-beliefs. We all have them. No one's perfect. And it's just being aware of them now and then and knowing what to do so you can iron them out. We all have an upgrade, right? So self-care and guilt go hand in hand, by the way. Now, when I mention self-care to some people, I get the obligatory rolling of the eyes because it sounds a bit touchy-feely, a bit like a hippie process that only weak people indulge in. Now, this perception can stop people taking that well-earned rest That can recharge, refresh, and help you become more resilient to the natural stresses and strains of everyday life. And it's interesting, studying the psychology of success. If you ask a lot of happy people, or what we call successful people, what they do to be so focused, confident, motivated, and energized, they will tell you that they truly value their recharge time as an essential part of their successful living. And we should too. Society has tricked us into feeling guilty for taking a rest. How ridiculous is that? So we need to change those programs. And a lot of you have. 
it was quite clear from your feedback, COVID-19 made you assess your self-care levels and you began to filter out what wasn't good for you, which was a waste of time, anything that drained your energy and wasn't necessary, you just got rid. I mean, what use are you to anyone if you are burning out? So the main suggestions that were coming through was that a lot of you are taking up, for example, listening to a podcast like my own and doing some form of meditation, mindfulness, training your brain to be more present. Because with the COVID-19 situation and the uncertainty, it was very easy to get caught up in unnecessary and uh, not very helpful thought patterns thinking patterns where your mind is trying to protect you going into the future and trying to worry as much as possible about possible situations for you to try and avoid. This is exhausting. And I say that over 90 something percent of what we worry about never comes to fruition anyway. And if you want to have energy for motivation for the important things in life, you can't waste it on unnecessary thought patterns. And that was the beauty of training your minds using meditation, mindfulness, my podcasts, whichever ones you use. As long as you're doing them, it was easier for you to begin to focus on the here and now instead of being caught up in that hypnotic trance of your mind projecting the catastrophic fantasies about the future, which, by the way, also stimulate your flight or fight response which in turn adds cortisol to the mix, which dumbs you down, makes your brain all foggy, messes with your immune system, makes you gain weight, makes you want to eat more, messes with your dreams and sleeping. Again, all from bad thought management. And a lot of your advice was to get that under control. So so you were taking up uh, yoga, you were doing Pilates, you were doing exercise, which again was good for releasing endorphins and serotonin and oxytocin and dopamine to help yourselves heal, to be more in the here and now with your exercise. It was quite clear from your feedback, this was a lifesaver for you. And a lot of you found relief and release in hobbies and activities like gaming, reading, uh, baking, developing skill sets where you're coming out of your head and you're focusing on an activity which requires your full attention. And that's one of the beauties of mindfulness, whether you realize it or not, that ability to come away from your mind and unnecessary or unhelpful thought patterns and out into the world. And that's a great skill to learn. Another piece of advice that kept coming up, and I think it's quite brilliant, is to reduce your exposure to social media, to the news especially. This year can feel quite dramatic in lots of ways. And the news thrives off of making you emotionally attached to its content. You've only got to look on Twitter, you've only got to look on Facebook, uh, how angry people are with each other for not obeying various rules or... um, to believe in conspiracy theories or they're promoting conspiracy theories. 
And it just feels for some people that it's just attack, attack, attack with bad news after bad news after bad news. And reducing that level of exposure has really helped a lot of you. Um, obviously, you as a need-to-know basis, which is much healthier. So if you would like to reduce that pressure on the nervous system, one option for you is to reduce the amount of screen time and just being aware of what content you're absorbing and how it affects you on a day-to-day basis. Now, something that I am a big believer in is the power of gratitude. Now, again, I know it sounds a bit cliched and something from a Clinton's card, but the science behind it and the chemistry and the way it changes your brain to begin to appreciate and look for more positive things in life cannot be denied. So a lot of you talked about uh, using gratitude at night as a way to end your day. I do the same. I like to just have a little timeline back through the day, looking at all the things that I appreciated, experienced. And it's a nice reminder. Um, I don't remember much of that after uh, experiencing my gratitude moment because I tend to fall asleep whilst doing it, which apparently is part of the science. Again, instead of focusing on negatives or anything to worry about, why not train your mind to focus on what you did appreciate and enjoy during your day? There's always something. Now, connection, human connection is everything. How we talk to ourselves and how we connect with others. And with the COVID-19 situation, our connections were severely limited in lots of ways. But luckily, due to uh, our technology, we were able to connect in other ways. And very grateful. We have, uh, I have friends who are quiz masters in their own right, and they created these amazing uh, quiz shows and game shows for us to participate in, but also at the same time to connect with friends nearby or around the world and participate in something all together. That's a great chemistry booster. And I know a lot of people are zoomed out or uh, quizzed out sometimes with too much, but indulging in these things uh, now and then can really be a good brain booster. Maybe from this, we might appreciate our family, our friends, maybe ourselves a little more. There's something that I'm proud of Brighton for. I think it was in the media that we were voted the most generous with our time city, something like that, um, as we're very good as a community in Brighton to for helping each other. Um, there's lots of support groups appeared all over Facebook and other social media platforms. Um, if anyone was struggling or needed help, there were people out there who at a drop of a hat would come and help you. Amazing. And that giving and helping others moves us away from being self-absorbed caught up in our own thoughts and the ability to move outside of ourselves to think of others, again, is wonderful for the neurochemistry, wonderful for our brains and good for us and other people overall. makes for such a nicer society. And maybe that is something that I hope will continue long after COVID-19, hopefully, fingers crossed, is something that was resigned to the history books. Something that a lot of you recognised and also mentioned was that you also recognised it was okay to feel down and a bit stressed and to just want to 
have a self-care day where you would might just watch a bit of Netflix and just chill and just be okay with not having to be super productive or learning new skills or doing something all the time, which you feel is part of the productivity machine. That rest and recharge really became a priority. And it was okay to have negative feelings and to be able to talk about them or just sit with them on your own. You don't have to openly express how you feel every five minutes. And, that, you know, it's nice to see that being talked so openly much more in society. Just that self-acceptance that it's okay to have a bit of a bad time. It will pass. You will ride through it. And at some point in time, your chemistry will rise and you will feel a little bit better than you did previously. Huge big thank you for everyone that sent me your tips and suggestions and I hope that they will help other people. I hope that people do find this podcast useful and if you do have any other suggestions for the future um, please send them to me and maybe I can add them into uh, another podcast at some point soon. Have a great week, take care, look after your lovely nervous systems and I look forward to connecting with you in the next podcast. Oh yeah, please share, please subscribe, all of that, that would be most appreciated. Thanks.